Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and today we're actually going to switch it over to TV. Uh, actually, really exciting because we just got through the, our next topic for this episode. We got through the finale of the season two of Loki. Uh, a lot of people were really excited about this. I know the rest of my Popcorn Watchlist panelists have been watching it um, every week. Really excited to figure out what's going to happen next. Um, but uh, without further ado, let me introduce you to the regular usual suspects of the Popcorn Watchlist panel. We got Danny over here. What's up? You got Zach. What's up? And Anthony. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone say what's up. I don't know. He's like, I don't know. Scary movie was great. Oh, man. And Halloween was uh, two weeks ago, a week ago? Yeah, it was almost two weeks ago. No, it was last Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like... A week and a half? Ten days ago for us, guys, if you're listening to this. Yeah, like yeah. some other time of the year. Like, yeah. Anthony's still in his uh, scary movie phase. And he didn't really have a phase. It's just no, it from those the beer commercials. Yeah. And then they... Uh, from the 90s. What you doing, chilling, killing? <laughs> that movie's so dumb. Anyway. And then the mask changes like yeah. every scene. It's just like all over the place. Oh, man. So speaking of motions, guys, yeah. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, Loki season two. Uh, you know... Not necessarily what I would, I mean, I wouldn't call it it's prestige TV, but for it being connected to this whole, you know, superhero kind of thing, you know, these comic book shows, it's, uh, I would say it's one of the better ones, especially coming off of the high that was season one. So season two was something that was going to be really excited to see and to see where it went through afterwards, especially considering that there's all this big setup and how it had this like big plan on everything. So especially that cliffhanger at the end of season one. Oh yeah. I like that whole cliffhanger season one was nuts. But uh, you know, going right into it, there'll be some spoilers for season two. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, I would recommend watching it. Episodes are good. Um overall, like very quick, non-spoilery recap. The show is does not feel like a movie cut up into six parts. Uh every episode is appropriately timed that give you more of what's needed for these character arcs the character growths and to get up the final resolution so it's pretty good stuff um and if you like yeah. time travel uh things that's true definitely up your alley there's very a lot of timey wimey and it's like timey wimey stuff with various different like alternate yeah. branches of timelines hopping back and forth so um it's pretty cool uh pretty out of hand but pretty cool once you figure it out like um, and it's not like something that's it's gonna take you an entire like oh, I have to watch this twice to get it. It's not a it's not ten straightforward. Yeah, <laughs> more than two times. More than two times <laughs> because the first time you couldn't hear it. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, like overall, like the direction still feels like yeah, it, it feels this this time felt like more focused instead of just like kind of you know uh, I, I don't like part I don't know, I think Anthony like reminds me of like lost in a sense that like there's a there's a big mystery and you're still trying to figure out all the stuff of what's going on like season two felt a little more focused if that makes any sense because they're it's like everything of this show of this show of loki not of lost sorry okay i'm saying like if season one felt more like that like hey there's this big mystery of what's going on how what, what what how can we solve this what's going on here and then season two is like okay that mystery we figured out but how do we now solve a, a major problem and it's kind of like 
it felt more focused, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I like that. So they ended season one with a cliffhanger, and it was two, almost two and a half years ago. And then it came back, and like, so how are they going to resolve that? Because you're not entirely sure where he is when it ended. And then they kind you of... get this twist. They kind of resolve it, like, in the, in the beginning of the first episode. So I like that they didn't spend... I mean, granted, the whole first episode is kind of figuring out what he can do. But I just like that they didn't linger for the whole episode or multiple episodes on where he was at the end of the first season. They kind of like, this is what happened. He figures it out in the first like quarter of the episode. And then the rest of the episode is like setting up for the rest of the season. So, yeah, the I, I actually really enjoyed the first episode of season two. It was just like, oh. A good Marvel show again, because I feel like we've had a a good amount of stumbles the past few years. So, with the exception of Miss Marvel, I actually like Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel was fun. Yeah. It was it was better. Yeah, well, no, no, was the first was like show. The, begin- yeah. the first show, and um, you're like, oh snap! I'm saying like between Secret Invasion, yeah. She Hulk, parts of other shows, it's just like oof. But yeah, it's just like night and day when you you watch Secret Invasion because yeah. that was the most recent thing, and then yeah. Loki, like, oh wow, it's. Stark difference. I was no pun intended. That's why the viewership that we were talking about before uh-huh. maybe would have been low. Maybe the because of how Secret Invasion was, maybe people were just that, that excited. Well, it's not just thing. Secret Invasion. Well, I think just it's lately. just the past well, two years also, of yeah. of like so so content because yeah. we pro- I think we all liked WandaVision and and probably a lot yeah. of the shows from that first year, but. Uh, you know, not everybody liked WandaVision. Not everybody not a, liked Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye, I liked the majority of it, but I didn't like all of it. Or or Moon Knight. Right, Moon Knight was People, Moon Knight was also another one. It's like I'll it started off Hawkeye, good. Moon Knight started off cool, but then it was like, okay, where's it going? And by the end, you're like, oh, that's how it ended. It's kind of weird. So yeah, it's like they had a couple of shows like that where it's like they maybe started off great. I actually liked the beginning of She Hulk. But then, uh, you know, nine episode show or like eight episodes were like, oof, for me, at least. I mean, you guys might have liked well, more of it. People, but there are also people who didn't like the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, the finale? Yeah. Because like, I actually, because that's probably was, one of the better episodes, though. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. I like, also like was kind of like rewritten or some other stuff. Well, the whole show was rewritten. Yeah. Uh, the show was supposed to be about a, a pandemic that happened. And then, oh. uh, right, and it was supposed to come out like right before the pandemic actually happened. They're like, "Oh, we gotta <laughs> change this." That's why, yeah. when you, if you rewatch that show, that's why it's like clearly like two completely different storylines, and they kind of have to like mesh it together because they they kind of have to make up like another secondary story. Hmm. Um, yep. But but yeah. Was, uh, and then there's also you know we we can't forget about what if. Exactly. What, what if, if it's actually good? really good? Season two is coming out soon. Yep. Not sure when. I don't think they, they, made they said a, by the end of the, the year. This yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this that's year. surprising. I thought it was going to be next year. So we have it's, like it's holiday six or seven weeks left in the year. Seven or seven or eight weeks left. It's wild that I bring that up, but I'll have to bring it up again later, considering what happens with this at the whole end of the the, the season and how that fits into stuff. So that might be a little exciting. You know, who knows? But uh, going back to the actual show itself. Um, it was cool that we got to see more of our main characters and more supporting characters and then new characters to come through to kind of give them more of a bit, you know, some more range or some, you know, some other foils for these, uh, for our main characters to work with. Um, and it was cool because like 
uh, in season two because now Loki, this Loki has this kind of main mission of to basically save the TVA from breaking, but also like to stop himself from just like getting all jacked up in his own timeline. Like he, um, he, 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 it's almost like he puts on like a, like a sort of like detective slash spy role, which is cool. If you've ever seen Tom Hiddleston in, uh, other stuff like, uh, the night manager and, um, you know, like he, he, he's got the, the wit and the charm able to handle it on. It's just now like, Hey, he's also the God of mischief. So it was cool seeing him interact more so with, Mo- uh, Mobius, uh, especially like that second, you know, the second episode where they go to like that one timeline in like the 60s or 70s chase the guy. they chase brad actor brad wolf who was actually <laughs> like x5 or i think it was yeah like it's his designation x5 and that was the whole thing too they're like oh these people are there's a splinter group by that one general and those people that want to go off and like break the branching timelines anyway mm-hmm. and it's like oh well how, how's that going to happen and at the same time the thing that's managing all the time is breaking so it was like two major like problems you had like us like a, a immediate problem and then you had like the major problem happening later on um so i liked how that progressed further and further um to get to that point which brings us to probably like, the best addition to the cast ever which is uh ouroboros ob ob uh yeah, yeah who's great <laughs> so Kate good. is perfect like just so matter of fact like just like he was he's too cool i loved his explanations of things and like just his like it's like you can't do it it's yeah. impossible <laughs> <laughs> what if you do this oh wait it's not impossible but you did that that was impossible so do this that's also impossible <laughs> and it's possible and he's like you do these two things and yeah it works obviously and they're like what's wrong with you like, oh yeah we hung out it's like that was centuries ago yeah. like it's like 400 years ago yeah and it helps me understand it's like I guess like how the TVA is outside of time technically. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. No, nothing can progress further or go into like entropy. So that that's why like no one ages, and uh, that's why. And we find out that like yeah, everybody's in the TVA was plucked out from their own timelines and kind of just like wiped clean to make sure that they keep things running. Uh, which was everybody, including, you know, like, uh, Red Slayer and, uh, Mobius, uh, Hunter, Hunter B-15, Casey, you know, the, 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 the ultimate power and collector of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> that man just, like, had... <laughs> With the remember? paperweights. Yeah, he had him, like, oh, he's in his paperweights. He's like, what? He broke out of, uh, Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, that was cool to see that, like... By Loki trying to figure out, trying to find everybody and like reunite again, because every you know the timeline in essence like broke at the end of episode four. It ends up being a thing. Where like okay, like what were their original lives? And then we saw the reason why Mobius likes Sidu so much. He is a recreational craft salesman. <laughs> that was uh, not the TBA and ATV. Yeah, <laughs> I I did not catch that initially the first time. I was like, oh wait, he's he went from selling ATVs to helping run the TVA. Too cool. I, I think that was that was one of the more interesting episodes because we, we finally get to see where everyone had come from. Um, and I, I think the the KC one was probably like the the really out of left field one. Yeah, he yeah, broke out of Alcatraz. Everyone has like like a, a relatively normal life. Uh, Mobius being just like a but salesman, B fifteen uh, being a nurse, and then Casey's just a criminal. <laughs> but it's cool because you see like obviously like different lifestyles. Like 
Yeah, he's a criminal in one universe, but yeah, or one timeline. But yeah. obviously, uh, he's just like a normal is. employee in, in this one. Now, now was was Loki jumping on the sacred timeline, or were they different timelines, like the branch ones that they were trying to fix? Every time they went to somewhere else, it said branch timeline. Okay, it was a branch. Yeah, timeline. Under, yeah. under it said branch timeline. I don't think the season we ever got main timeline. No, than, because everything's now a branch well, timeline. Wait, yeah. yeah. Well, after was, season yes. one, yeah. the main timeline. Yeah, yeah, kind of cracked or broke apart, right? That's yeah, you said like yeah, if you yeah, kill true. me, then the sacred timeline will start to go crazy, and then there'll be so many more of me. Mm-hmm. In which case, see you soon because I'll just fix it again. It's like, oh yeah, I just get re, yeah, like and even there's a we we get a, a, another confrontation with he who remains again in the finale, which I didn't expect, but that was really cool. I I thought they were gonna go back there at that time, but like obviously after. He's already uh, dead, so, yeah, and like figure stuff out there. But I didn't expect like what we got, which yeah. Was, uh, but really before cool. we get to what we got, like it's just kind of explaining that like the whole idea of all of this was just like if it's you know like it it's uh like in order to get kind of what you want or like get what needs to be done. Like there's a lot of like sacrifice or like something that you know that's something that's you know making difficult choices. We get that from a lot of the villains in general, like the really good villains is like making the difficult choices. Like even he who remains says it like, oh, like, how do you think I got here? Like I had to make difficult choices. And then we go back to Thanos. The man made difficult choices. He's um, the only one with the will, with the will to do it. <laughs> well, not now. Apparently he's not the only one to do what it takes because, you know, we, we get through that with even with Loki. It's like I'm willing to, you know, uh put myself out of existence to get stop the time stop this time skipping uh I'm, I'm willing to confront a variant of you know this this he who remains or just kang uh and uh you know it, with that with the whole idea the whole connection with victor timely that was really cool too um and also oh yeah the willingness to do what needed to be done can we talk about miss minutes psychopath crazy miss minutes <laughs> Dude, that he was unhinged. Dude, that's that, that smiling scene oh my God. <laughs> while they're all she's dying. Like, everyone's getting squished, and then she's like, "Yeah, squish them more." I was like, "You, this lady's yeah. crazy." And she's just like, "Let's go. like the eyes are just like it's gonna she's happen." Like, Everybody's freaking out. And that's when like you know the that whole splinter faction that they captured. They're like, "No, come join me," and they're like, "You know what? No." And they're like, "Oh, okay." Then Renslayer and and Ms. Minutes and and Brad. Are just like mm, I guess it's gonna have to be time and freaking yeah like and then oh that's the whole thing too that was episode when she squished them all that was episode four, four right yeah it was yeah. four yeah um that was pretty out of hand like just figuring out that like uh and then the whole idea is that that was because at the end of episode three there was a whole like can we they're trying to recruit Victor timely but then they can't. And then he ends up going with, you know, with our, our the, with Loki. And then that's where you have Renslayer and Ms. Minutes. It's like, okay, we're going to go here now. But also, I'm going to teach you what really, or explain to you what really happened. And then that's where it's just like, okay, I'm going to take over. So it's like, again, like you have this major plot of like, hey, this thing's going to break and destroy the TVA. But also you have people trying to like take over the TVA. So yeah. again, they're like these fun little problems that were happening in the midst of like the big problem. So but it never felt like they weren't keeping track of anything or it felt like, oh, we're just throwing stuff on the wall. Like it felt like everything like it had led a plan. to something. Yeah. It felt like everything had a plan. It felt that characters were able to still kind of grow and evolve. Even when like 
you know, he when Loki was pulling the variants back to be like, hey guys, we got to put this together to figure out what to do. And that's where, you know, we get this whole, everything's kind of leading up to the fact that this Loki is in essence, like, um, figuring out like, hey, if my thing is to whole preserve the TVA, I have to, you know, the greatest sacrifices require the strongest wills kind of thing to where, you know, like, that's where like that whole that the finale like the episode four cliffhanger which then led into episode five which then was another crazy cliffhanger you know you figure out like hey he can figure he figured out how to just jump within his own timeline yeah which is pretty out of hand i mean technically it's like i was like is it part science part magic part i just broke reality well the episode title is called science uh, slash fiction yeah, which was cool because Ob's like original thing was he was a physicist, but he was also um, a science fiction writer. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I just I, I, I and wrote the TVA. Yeah, he's like, I wrote the book for the TVA, but so it's very timely. And it was like that whole like, bootstrap paradox. Yeah, that was, that was cool. <laughs> that was funny because even then, like in the final episode, where he's just like, oh, I got to figure this out to, to break the thing. It's like, oh, just. Hey, you did the you, you wrote you both wrote the TVA book. Congratulations, but we got to do this. Like, we, we got to go. I like the how he speeds through everything in this episode. Mm, yeah, Kinda like which we're talking about the finale now. Yeah. Like mm. it ends up being like a, a similar like Groundhog Day thing where he's just like, "Hey, how do I figure out, you know, how everything, science you, and, how, yeah, science and <laughs> all this stuff works?" And he's just like, "You're gonna need Physics how long?" And he's like, "How long? Decades? decades?" He's like, "Centuries." He's like, "Okay." It's <laughs> just Groundhog centuries Day later. <laughs> yeah, he Groundhog Day it. Like, holy crap. Okay. He's like, all right, you're going to turn around, go down here, go down the stairs, put this on. Remember, when you're out there, don't drop it. Yeah. Or <laughs> he hey, gives him like all the different, all like, different directions. Hey, tape, tape his helmet, do, do, do all of this thing, like do this right. Don't, do not drop, you know, don't put it down, now grab it, like to put on the gangway, do all this part. And like, it's almost like you did all the trial and error. It's almost like a Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Again, it's Groundhog yeah. Day. Like it's basically Groundhog Day. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing, that's the outcome, so I have to do it over again. So like you're reliving the same moment but since now you exist out of time to, yeah now you kind of understand kind of that whole like he remains and kang the conqueror thing because like like he has yeah like when you have that mastery over understanding your own timeline and stuff and then you could use science to then hop into other timelines and stuff yeah you can be pretty op and, and it was even wild because then it's like He's like, oh, how many times have we had this? Like, they get to that final point. Just like, how many times we had this conversation? Or where, you know, where he she kills me. It's just like, he's like, he's like, he just stop her at any time. You're like, why the hell are you doing this, dude? Like, it's just like, well, he said he'll always be back. Yeah, I'll be back. I just gotta, you know, just it'll be a way to just reset me to keep all of this going. Like that's that was the whole idea. Like, how's that time slipping going? Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? It's like, oh yeah, he's come on. You think you're the only person who did this? Like. He's like, I was the pioneer. I did it. It was me the whole time. And then he's just like, wait, what makes you think we've had this conversation the first time? He's like, yeah. oh, okay, Ooh. you know? And like, even the whole thing, like, he stops, like, instead of uh, he remains, like, using the tech to stop Sylvie, like, Loki is like, wait, I'll use my time slipping slash magic, just nope. And then do that whole thing. Too. He's like, oh, okay, we can have a real conversation now. Yeah. yeah, like, that was pretty dope. And like, even when it's just like all the different times we're resetting, that's like almost like, like he's he's going through the like the agony of just like I don't know what else to do right now. So, but then he you know doesn't give up, which is pretty cool. For him being the villain, what's crazy is centuries of doing this, and he was still like 
he got ready to go. <laughs> like he wasn't like dead tired or like you know just yeah like, he wasn't like i'm done like done with I'm, life no. you know he's just like there is that something needs to be done. there has to be a way like that's kind of very thematic of it it's just like fine everybody saying no there has to be a way or like there has to be a way to improve I remember saying like can there be a better way than just like letting it all just implode or only having the one thing it's like okay well you know and even sylvie says like oh who are you to dictate who can and can't live it's like I guess I'm going to have to, like, it's almost yeah. like in a way it's like, it's more, it's not like a, oh, I get to pick and choose. Like, oh, it's a burden that I'll have to respons- keep responsible to keep burden all with the glorious purpose. glorious purpose of being the custodian of the multiverse. Holy crap. That was the nerdiest sentence I've said all day. Those visuals, though, spot on. Yeah, that and like so the, 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 like pulling the on the suit. Yeah, pulling that on all the That suit was super cool. Yeah, like the horns looked... They, they looked less cheesy than they did like in the original Thor movies or yeah. like in I remember Thor Ragnarok is like make statue me with the big bendy horns <laughs> Matt Damon but uh yeah I really liked uh, how just like him collecting and pulling the threads started to just like combine with him and then mm-hmm. it was like part of his cloak or cape that he had on and it just looked like as he was walking or going up the steps that he created or whatever that it was like uh, the cape would just turn into the threads. And so it was just like everything, all the threads behind him as he's like collecting it. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was a great visual. And even because they're talking about like, oh, you want the chair, you want this stuff. Just like, I don't want the chair. It's like, I need to, like, it's almost, it's like. And by that point, by that like, point when he takes it, it's like <sighs> the most broken down, crappy chair. So it's not like, yep. oh, I'm the king of this throne. It's just like, yeah. I'll sit on this whatever chair just to do what I need to do. Yep exactly yeah he's just like and it's it's wild because in the end like he who remains or kang whatever like he actually like became did the thing he want like he actually did the thing that he who remains wanted him to do which is like i need you to take over and like he, he took over like being the custodian but instead of just of the sacred timeline he's the custodian of like all the timelines so it's almost like more so that, that that's actually pretty cool like it's it, it was a it's a really cool way that in the end it's like um it's it's just kind of like all come full circle if that makes any sense especially with the idea of the new character ouroboros is basically like the whole that's about the snake eating its own tail kind of thing which also makes sense because it's like thematically like he gave the idea to ouroboros to do the thing but then ouroboros is supposed to, it's that loop he, yeah it's that whole same loop again so it's like oh this there's fun little loops and everything going on so uh it's pretty cool I like the whole thing, yeah. Like I really, I, I even though like there, it's all about loops. He's like, you know, there's a the way like Loki creates his own new thing and kind of breaks the loop by being a new temporal loom, <laughs> and just like keeping track of the multiverse. And we were just talking about this uh, earlier before we recorded that. Uh, speaking of loops, that both the first episode of the show and the last episode of the show have the same title. Yeah. So yep. it's pretty cool. They're both glorious purpose. And you can see the pretty, change pretty from cool. him in the first like scene, first episode, mm-hmm. to then obviously now, like totally different person. Yep. Like, and even now, like, and with like the character <clears throat> where the characters are in the end, it's like you know, Mobius is just gets to like hang tight, just in the timeline now, and just kind of like maybe you know, just keep an eye out on just what is on the outside of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, Sylvie, maybe we'll probably. Like, no, nah, man, she's hanging out at that McDonald's. McDonald's? <laughs> Hell yeah. Like that old, like 80s McDonald's is perfect. Um, I mentioned this before that the, the town where she is uh, working at that McDonald's mm-hmm. is actually the town, like in the comics, that Asgard, like, moved into. Mm. It was called, like, you know, in a. New Asgard? New, New Asgard in, in the MCU. Um, it was in Oklahoma. Um, and. In, in the sorry, in the MCU, New Asgard's in Tonsbury, Norway, but in the comics, it was Broxton, Oklahoma. And so when you see, when she you go to where she is, like she's in Broxton, Oklahoma. So I was like, yo, that's dope. Um, I, I thought it was it's pretty dope. I was like, damn, this is badass. But uh, um, like there are also some little smaller nods to stuff too. Like there's a. For, again, we're getting really nerdy into the Marvel stuff here. Uh, the Brad Wolf's like red carpet premiere thing. Mm-hmm. There was a picture uh, of Kingo. I don't know which generation of Kingo, but it was he, there was a movie poster of one of Kingo's movies from Eternals, uh, Kumail and Johnny's character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's a poster there. I was like, oh snap, that's pretty freaking cool. What, what's the movie that he was he was starring in? Uh, Brad Wolf. Yeah, it was like Wolf something, right? Yeah, it was, it was a wolf movie, like a werewolf movie. Um, what it was not? Was it Wolf by Night? No, no. <laughs> wolf by that night would have been funny. I was like, <laughs> oh snap! Well, no, because it was either the last, the, the second to last episode, or two episodes ago. At the end of the credits, there was no end credit scene, but there was like a a sound clip of like I guess an arcade of that movie, and then like his voice comes up from that from that game. And I don't know. I don't know if you guys listened to that after the episode. That, no. no, I didn't. I I saw that there was one. Oh, but uh, yeah, I got a chuckle when I saw that. Wait, what? Hold on. Yeah, Wait, you you didn't hear that part? Wait, the arcade sound where? I th- I I think it might have been the end of last four week's or episode. Five. Yeah, it was yeah. four or five. Uh, so usually where they would insert a like end of credit scene, it, there wasn't a scene, but it was like a a sound clip. It was like a sound clip of his voice, like of the character from that werewolf movie. But I guess it was like a arcade game of that movie. Like an 8-bit version of it? No, but it was like him saying like, I don't know what he said. I don't remember what he said. It was like, come play my game or something like that where he didn't say come play my game. But it was like a sound <laughs> clip of him from the video game. And I was just like, what a random clip to play at the end of this episode. Man, I don't remember. That was before the credits rolled? No, it was after. It was after, yeah, like after. while it's showing the whole Loki, like the yeah, yeah, like way after, like where they normally would have put an end credit scene on the show, it was just like a sound clip, an end credit sound clip. Wow. I, oh, I it's episode that. four. Okay. So. Because remember when like the loom breaks and it's just like oh, like dead the whole silence. timeline, everything's dead. Yeah, it's like dead silence, but not really. It was that stuff? Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. I completely glazed. Yeah. Wow, you guys got to rewatch it now. Yep. Yeah, dude, like, it was just, there was a lot of just, like... This is one of the few stuff. shows that, when a, a show ends, I, like, watch the whole credits, because the visuals of the credits are cool, and plus the music is really good, so I just like listening to the music. Well, yeah. Oh, speaking yeah, of the music. Kind of movie, uh, music, yeah, like, Natalie Hull was awesome. Like, she, she, I, she might have, like... She won up. She, I think she won up herself. One, especially, one. like, uh, like, the, uh... 
yeah, the the music in the finale was like on a whole different level. Like she just yeah, those like, final subtly let loose. Like there was a version of like of of the main Loki theme, but like with like some trumpet stuff in the background, and then you had some other again like the passive strings. Uh, it was it was nuts. Was it man. on another timeline? It was on an. It was very timely, Victor timely, for sure. Um, thinking about you know, Victor timely joke. Uh, but I think we have to. Again, go back to the whole the broach the subject around Jonathan Majors, but I would say just like confining it to just his work in particular in the show. Um, episode three was a massive showcase for him. Like it's it's pretty wild just to see because he's like uh, just just killing it in the role of Victor Timely. Like we've seen already multiple versions of these, you know, Kang the Conqueror variants, and then you have this version right here as Victor Timely, and it is just. Uh, it's just like crazy to see that like you know he's sort of like the a bumbling uh shy scientist uh but also kind of a bit of a um i don't like a shy not a, what would i say kind of like a like a con man in a sense where he's just like selling off inventions and it's like it's just they don't work yet because you know they're, all prototypes. Prototypes. they're all prototypes i i you invested in a prototype and you're like damn like it makes sense when homies like no I don't I don't have partners that's because you know it's easier to scam people when it's just you um but that it was cool seeing like you know these uh b both the different parties of just like Ms. Minutes and Renslayer and then Mobius and Loki and even Sylvie on her own trying to uh like blend in with the the Chicago World's Fair in the timeline to try to like you know confront him to bring him back to the TVA I thought that was cool um it was it was again and also again like it was it was like one of the longer episodes if i'm not mistaken right yeah that was uh, like 53 minutes yeah the finale is i think longer yeah not i think i know yeah it's definitely longer it's the longest one but um yeah that episode was great because it's that whole showcase they're going back in time and you're bringing in a whole new character although we think supposed to think he's not a new character and that's like where that scene at that at the end of the tag for like Doctor Strange came from. So it was cool to see that live in an action and, and, and still getting this whole like uh, plot to get Victor Timely back in, to, you know, from there. And that's where we started seeing the uh, the kind of craziness of this, this minutes. Uh, like there, again, like there's just enough to figure out like, oh, yeah, there's definitely more than more to Miss Minutes than before. And also um she's she, a she was getting jealous like throughout the episode of yeah. Renslayer. yeah and she was even like yeah get the Renslayer out of here she put her face on the body uh, yeah that was nuts that was a cool little twist too oh and she turned into a giant you know ghost clock you even see that there are newspapers in chicago like watch out for the weird the creepy ghost, ghost clock, clock. <laughs> and you're like what are you talking about and she's like it's me so really freaky voice uh pretty dope though i, I thought it was uh pretty badass so overall, for all of season two, was there anything that you guys didn't like? Didn't like. Didn't like. You know, it takes a. I mean, at first, I kind of there was like, oh man, we need more Sylvie because there's more of what going on. But she would always be there to like they used her effectively to always be a sort of like opposite of something that loki would try to present and then she would bring up the no like what you're asking is the complete opposite of like the whole idea of like oh well, you're by doing this you're taking everybody's free will every chance to do anything so like 
it was a good foil to like what his motivations were and also um especially after like in episode five where he's kind of like time skipping to other places um she was there to kind of help him balance out it's like well yeah well, what do you really want in the end dude like what's what's the whole thing of all this for it's like i, I don't want to save my friends you're like oh there you go like and it was helping him realize that be more than just the oh i'm fixing the tva because i'm uh, freaking out and scared of this guy because that guy is like ultra powerful yeah i feel like the first couple of episodes she kind of was just being used to like sh- like show her at the end of the episode like oh they're doing this thing and then she'll show up at the end and then they're doing this thing in this episode and then she shows up at the end uh i kind of liked that she was more involved in the latter half to maybe like the last three episodes because it was more like 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 what xavier was saying like she was pretty much trying to get into loki's head like uh like what is it that you're trying to accomplish here like she she still kept thinking like oh you, you still want this all for yourself and he's like no i'm trying to do something else yeah and i really enjoyed the inclusion of her character more in the latter half of the season just because it just seemed like they gave her more to do than just to show up and and complain uh, why are you doing this and like in the first couple episodes um but yeah i mean i don't overall i really liked this season i also i really liked season one the only other thing i didn't really like about this season was i felt like at, in the first episode they introduced a couple of new characters aside from ob which you know he's top tier um they introduced all these like the hunters and all these other they had like a whole circle of Army. trust and of people in a tva that we've never seen before and like a war room and yeah it was like yeah. a war room and then there was this whole faction of or slash army of uh who was it docs or what was that lady's name docs the lady from game of thrones yeah uh yeah. she had her whole side mission going on and then that only lasted a few episodes and her side mission was let's just prune as many of these timelines as possible and i felt like that all kind of was really rushed and then them kind of showing or visualizing like oh what she's doing they kept saying like oh man it's terrible she's killing billions and billions of people because she's killing timelines or whatever at least to me it was just like i had no connection to whatever timeline she's killing so it doesn't really matter at least to me the viewer so so you don't get that yeah you're not you're not it's not like throughout the loki show you've seen multiple and not even hundreds like let's just say at some point they show 20 different timelines and you've got to know like a couple of characters in each of these timelines and then you see oh all those people have died like you don't know any of that you only know the people the main characters that they've shown in this show so for them to be like kind of sad and crying like oh she's killing billions billions it's like okay like yeah you're showing it but i don't really you know i don't really feel much about that and technically it's like so is she like doing more damage than Thanos, than Thanos <laughs> is snapped technically because Thanos all those time only yeah he only did that in I guess half. one timeline half of everybody in this one timeline she's just destroying timelines left and right so yeah it's just it's a little weird um, and and like I said it got resolved by like what the third episode when they got Victor timely they stopped her and then uh, the fourth one was that the one where uh, Renslayer kills them after they like put them in jail yes and that's when mm-hmm. Miss Minutes uh, shows the, the crazy shrieking, eyes and then the, and her smiling shrieking cube right so it's like so they got they catch they caught those people and then they killed them in the fourth episode or fifth episode and it was like 
but overall screen time that they had was like they did this couple seconds yeah a couple of the overall only a couple minutes of screen time and these brand new characters when that's it they're like done by episode five you're like oh okay that's what they did and it was just to show you oh this was the impact that they they did and i just felt like there wasn't that much of an impact where at least in the finale or last couple episodes like it was more of an impact of what was going on you saw the the spaghetti when everybody was like that watching that stuff happen to characters that we actually know about is like oh man it was almost like the dusting from thanos's mm. snap it was like another version of that so i felt like that was more impactful than a random looking at the tva screen and the branches disappearing like, ah. so uh, who else did or didn't like certain things in the season um at first i was thinking also like something that i didn't at first i kind of didn't like because yeah like i would have wanted to see more of miss minutes and more of uh Renslayer, but now that i think about it i think they're the since it's only six episodes i feel like there's like that overarching big problem like i talked about earlier but also every two episodes have to deal with like an immediate antagonist which the first two episodes the immediate antagonist was um you know the that splinter group of the tva trying to like go back and do what was they're supposed to do which is you know uh prune the timelines and then you have episodes three and four it's ravana and uh miss minutes as like the main antagonists and then in episodes five and six it's like the whole existential crisis coming into play (laughs) time time breaking but also he who remains is still like the big overarching big bad which even in at the end of the uh this show in the finale it's like yeah i'm still here you're still gonna have to do something about it and then that's where loki takes literally takes things into his own hands and he's like and uh decides to make the hard choice and if he's so uh charged with you know protecting all the timelines which they are not all sacred then he like anthony said before he put it together sat in his burdensome golden chair with his cool golden horns and uh basically made the new multiversal tree i thought that was a really cool thing that's to tie into like the norse myth um oh that also reminds me tva guidebook yeah (laughs) second edition i love that second edition um and then i love i know how zach always loved bringing up that throwaway line in episode or no he's like a whole little mini sequence in the world's fair where they look at a uh, picture, like, oh, it's Thor and Balder. Well, yeah, like, like the carvings of uh, of Odin, uh, Thor, and Balder. Yeah, he's like, Balder? No one even knows him. Like, <laughs> I love how, like, butthurt he was about that. Because that, that was, like, the, the first uh, mention of Balder in the MCU. Because, I, 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 honestly, I, I didn't even know if Balder was a character in the comics at all. And I looked it up after that episode. I'm like, he okay, is. so I guess he's been in the comics for a few decades now. Um, because because uh, uh, Balder is like the lesser known brother of Thor, at least in the in Marvel comics. Wasn't like Daniel Craig supposed to play? There were always rumors of him being Balder, but like um, I, I think what was really funny is that that in Norse mythology, it, Loki is the one that accidentally or maybe unaccidentally kills Balder and then sets up the beginnings of Ragnarok and all that stuff. But you know. That's a, a cool little nod to all that. Ah, that was dope. Yeah, that was. I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I just at first I was like, yeah, I wish we would have seen more of them because those two characters are very interesting. But we got just enough to realize that oh, Ravana really was the the second in command for He Who Remains, and then he's like, all right, Miss Minutes, time to blast their memories. 
wipe it clean, set up the timekeepers, and that's how you have it as the TVA. Again, everything kind of just like loops in one big circle. And it's crazy to think because at first it was confusing in the finale of He Who Remains saying, oh, it's like reincarnation, you know, just it's always going to come back to me somehow. And it's kind of true because he's making it be that way, not just for like his self-preservation, but also just the preservation of everything because he's technically there at the end of time. It's just like, all right, I'm just going to like let it all loop and let it all loop around. And uh, unless you do the thing I want you to do, which is help me take or take over for me so I don't have to do this anymore. So, but then Loki kind of did, but then did it in his own way. So uh, overall, yeah, I mean, if you want to do a quick round table of like everything we thought was good or not, not sorry, but actually just like overall, like it ended well, how you guys liked the ending and how it just uh, told its own cool little encapsulated story. I think it definitely has one of the better endings of a show we've gotten so far of the MCU. True. And um, to me, it feels like it's a very like isolated kind of uh, story in a way. Because yeah. it's like isolated, but it agreed. also isn't. Yeah. That's why it, I, I think agreed, it's really cool. But, yeah. but I just don't know how it will connect to everything else. With anything, yeah. Everything or anything else. Like it's isolated in its way where it's like just about Loki and the TVA and like this outside of time uh, area yeah. and now they're just there maybe tracking the kang just while the keeping the timelines yeah. just alive it's like hey let's see all these kangs all the he who remains variants to make sure they don't make those incursions just break and every break everything and just break all that stuff going on like you would think obviously the next sort of part of the story would be when we get to like the kang dynasty or, or something next with kang but in terms of like loki's story it seems kind of like all together in its uh, own thing. I just hope some what all if, at once. Every, uh, speaking of everything, everywhere, all at once. I just hope we get more OB somehow, some way, shape, or form. Uh, there's there's all these wild rumors and stuff going on, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I think uh, with uh, getting Kwe Kwan on the show, I think it was like already adding like some more prestige to the show, and I think there's more. Hopefully, there's more to it, but we'll see um but yeah uh it's really much pretty much a really great show to watch i think you know they're good with it being now all told its own whole story in that whole loop uh watching seasons one and two now back to back like all together all at once i think will make perfect sense since the beginning the end of season one and the beginning of season two just fit in so perfectly it's not like a oh look time jump here later yeah it just takes place pretty much right where it left off exactly yep so um yeah uh definitely give it the the big old recommendation for everything uh what do you guys think yes yes uh, yeah absolutely totally 100 percent. all right good for all time always damn we did that naturally good job anthony uh so um after this episode uh danny what's up next well today we watched Loki, the finale, but tomorrow, in terms of recording, we're going to go watch the Marvels. So, next week, we most likely will talk about the Marvels. Yeah, I'm hyped. Uh, I'm hyped in the sense of just uh, more of Ms. Marvel. I think her show, we're talking about shows, like her show is really good. So, hopefully, we get more of her. I'm hearing a lot of good things that she's basically like the best part, the best part of the movie. Yeah, here's hoping that there's more to it than just Iman Vellani being extremely charming and really great as uh, Kamala. But um, 
you know, you, you got you got kind of a stacked cast there. So hoping, hopefully, the movie is good. We have heard that it is the shortest Marvel movie. Yes, it is. It's actually the shortest runtime on the movie. So, uh, but hey, that's good. That means you're gonna get in, have fun in the movie theater, get on out, and then uh, look forward to what's next. Here's uh, hoping. Here's hoping, everybody. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you so much again for tuning in. Uh, if you also enjoyed Loki or you thought Loki was the coolest thing, if you think Tom Hiddleston's like the best thing since sliced bread in the MCU or just in general and all his other stuff, uh, reach out to us. We're here on uh, Twitter or formerly known as Twitter. I hate that name, by the way. Uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. It's so Is it strange. Is his, his kid's name X? Is that why he called no, it X? It's some, uh, no, it's because he thinks the letter X is cool. Yeah, I think he, but I think he named his kid X. Or it begins. It begins with the letter X. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but it's not just it's X. It's not just X. It's like X and then that A E thing that the French <laughs> use. Xavier. And then like twelve. No. It, yeah. It, whatever. Cool. It's, it's a the whole, weird thing. The whole point is the platform. Use, yeah. The platform formerly known as Twitter, uh, in the threads, Instagram, YouTube, and of course your podcast platform of choice. But um, when this episode drops, you know shoot us out your favorite thing that tom hiddleston's been in uh you know that's not loki related please say the night manager dude's good man uh and um warhorse what was the other movie with guillermo del toro that he did uh crimson peak yes mm-hmm. crimson peak that was also really good uh yeah share us your favorite tom hiddleston project that's not uh in the mcu but with that folks thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time later later